In the OAW strike against the big three, it appears that uh, the ratification vote is is going along normally. We don't see any icebergs off the bow or anything like that. So it will be, uh, you know, we're going to have to wait for a, a week or more, but um, we will likely have ratification. And the question becomes, will there be a little kumbaya moment between the automakers and the UAW? Will Sean Fain reach across, shake hands with Mary Barra or Mark Stewart? Um, he didn't at the beginning. Jim so. Farley. Yeah, Hopefully there was no the handshake. Yeah. Um, and a lot of very bitter things have been said since then about corporate greed and the white, you know, the, the white collar masters at these automotive companies. Uh, does Sean Fain extend an olive branch of sorts once the deal is done and say, OK, let's make some cars and let's sell some cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. But Phoebe Wall Howard has a piece in the free press. Very interesting. Where basically she had folks that were our fly on the wall to the mm-hmm. conclusion of those talks on the GM side. She's coming in at uh, 719 and is going to be talking about that. But it really underscores the tensions that were in that room at the conclusion of talks. Yes, they had a deal, but there was no release valve. It was still a pressure cooker. And Phoebe's going to put some um, meat on that bone for us. Meantime, there's going to be, uh, I guess, somewhat historic. I don't know that we've ever seen a former president um, testifying in a court case like this before. It is not unusual uh, for Donald Trump. He's been sued many, many times Mm -hmm. before where he's been forced to testify. And uh, see, he's not, this isn't a a strange place for him. But maybe it's kind of a strange place for us watching a former president (laughs) there. You know, a guy, when Donald Trump enters the court today, you know, the former president will swap his uh, chair next to his lawyers for that seat on the witness stand. Sitting to the left of a judge, he's called a wacko. Uh, Feet from a clerk, he's called biased. And directly across from the state attorney general, he's called without evidence a dirty cop. But other than that, it's a normal case. Other than that, it's it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) After more than a month of watching from the sidelines, the former president set to be the star witness in his own $250 million Civil fraud trial. Now, ABC News says that Trump spent yesterday evening in New York during a prep session with his attorneys ahead of the testimony today. Now, the sources describe Trump as vacillating between fits of anger over the case and in a good headspace, ready to get his testimony over with, with one source saying the former president can be a good witness if he stays focused. The, wow. ju- the judge overseeing the case. But they went after his kids. Yes. And I would have a hard time staying focused if you're going after my kids. Well, the judge <clears> overseeing <throat> the case has been partially convinced by the state's arguments, finding in a partial summary judgment on the eve of the trial that Trump and his adult sons are liable for using false and misleading statements to conduct business, leaving the trial to determine additional actions and what penalty, if any, the defendant should receive. Yeah. This is important for him. This is about his business in New York. This is about his brand. It's about his self-image. Mm-hmm. It's, so it's, it's very important to yeah. him. So he w- he's going to take the stand, but he's going to be under oath. And so he, he has to be careful. Can't embellish. And he does. Uh, right. Can't exaggerate. Nope. And he does. And if you look at what he's done when he has testified in passable trials, he's done both of those things. He has. He, he, and we've seen this in debates. He is really good at the art of deflection. He is. And so it will be, uh, and, and here's the other thing, and everybody's focused on what the prosecution's going to do to him in this case, or in this case, the plaintiffs. Uh, but what about his cross-examination where he can say, look, I, I put my evaluate, evaluations out there. I did as good a job as I could have done. 
and and by the way, it wasn't me. It was people that I hired to do that. If there were mistakes, the, the mistakes are on them. Don't know how well that's going to sell when you're right. the, the CEO of a business. The buck stops. Yep. But you know, uh, he can't ask the question. And we, I, I've asked this from the get go: is show me the victim here. Every one of these banks that were the supposed victims of these valuations, they're not in that courtroom. They didn't bring anything. They have not filed suit against him. They have not said we were defrauded. Oh, my God, we, we gave a loan that was based on fraudulent information. None of them are, are crying on their on their loan documents. And and they're saying, you know, and I've told you, I've got some sources that say, like, we did our due diligence. We knew that some of these things were nonsense. But we did our due diligence. We made our call, and then we ended up making the loan. But like Jamie said, there's a process, though, that you have well, to follow. A regular still. person can't evaluate their assets more than they are. Why should he be? Or able the to? size of your pen, size of your penthouse, or size yeah. of your you know home slash penthouse slash yeah. triplex, whatever you want to tripling, call it. Tripling the actual size yeah. in documents. Yeah. yeah, there are rules for a reason. He always says rule of law. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll see that where that goes. And and look, there are two trials and there are two courts today. There's going to be the court. Where public he, the, opinion. And there's a court of yeah. public opinion. And we know that he's going to, t- once again, uh, make himself a martyr. He will fundraise off this. I expect he will be highly successful. And if he blasts the judge and the clerk, clerk that you were talking about there, <laughs> yes. uh, whatever that fine is, he will make that in 30 seconds to oh, a minute after absolutely. he leaves that courtroom. Yes. In terms of the fundraising uh, off of this. Um, good weekend for our Red Wings. Kind of cool. Yeah, the Red Wings beat the Bruins and handed them their first regulation loss. So the Bruins, of course, are still on a roll, but the Red Wings needed a win and they got it. And uh, it was kind of a fun night at LCA to beat the top dogs. Yeah. So that was great. They beat the Bruins five to four and they came back. They were down two goals. So that shows, you know, some fight in this young team, too. So that's great. Meantime, while we were... um you know, lionless this weekend. <laughs> you know, there's there was a void there in my life this yeah, was, on Sunday. Weird, you know, as I was right? driving yeah. back from seeing mom, I wanted to listen to a Lions game. I wanted well, to hear Lomas's voice. Uh, there's there was still play happening in the NFC North that we care about. The Packers beat the Rams without Matthew Stafford, so they got another win. Jordan Love was eh, twenty of twenty six, one touchdown, two hundred twenty eight yards. The Vikings won with Josh Dobbs. If you were wondering what they were going to do without Ooh. Kirk Cousins, yeah. Josh Dobbs came to the Vikings on Halloween. There's video of him going through the cadence with his offensive line on the sidelines before he went in for the first game. That's how new he was to wow. the team. And he orchestrated a game-winning drive, and the Vikings beat the Falcons 31-28. to So they're 5-4. and four. Lions are 6-2. and two. So just discounting the Vikings may not be... Accurate, at least mm-hmm. of right now. Josh Dobbs is pretty good. But there's an, this Sunday also saw a new superstar born. C.J. Stroud was amazing. Mm-hmm. Five touchdowns against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Granted, the Bucks defense is not anything great. Right. But right this guy home. threw into some heavy coverage and was just a stud. And who was the running back who kicked a field goal? Oh, you, you were going to make me say that <laughs> yes, exactly. How does he pronounce <laughs> his name? Wale? But still, that's amazing. The Texas running back stepped in as the team's emergency kicker after their regular kicker went down with a quad injury. He comes in and nails a 29-yard field goal to give Houston the 33-30 lead over Tampa Bay. Wow. How you, about that? Yeah. But are you worried about your running back hurting himself, pulling well, a hammy while he's he, trying to kick a field goal? That's true. you got to get a kicker in there pretty quick. Yeah, but that's, that's kind of amazing. It's like it bringing is. in the left fielder to pitch. That's just <laughs> fun. 
Time for WJR's Business Beat. Here's Jeff Sloan, founder and CEO of Startup Nation, to spotlight the entrepreneurial tech and startup community here on WJR for our Monday morning. Hello, Jeff. Good morning, Guy. Entrepreneurs are head down working hard to make their dreams come true. And when they do, not only do they receive the direct benefit associated with creating a successful business of their own, but they also contribute to the broader economy and communities where they're based. And for those worthy of recognition for their success, nominations are now being accepted for the 2024 Michigan Celebrates Small Business Awards Program, a prestigious annual competition that recognizes successful growing businesses and their supporters. The winners will be honored at the 20th Annual Michigan Celebrates Small Business Awards Gala, that on May 21st, 2024, which, by the way, this gala was launched in 2004 first and has become Michigan's premier awards program for small business. The awards program provides an opportunity for business owners and supporters of small businesses to nominate a company that is growing and making an impact in Michigan. Know a business worthy of a little recognition? Nominations are due by November 15th and can come from service providers such as attorneys, bankers, accountants, public relations representatives, economic development professionals, or community members. Companies can also nominate themselves directly. To learn more and nominate a company that you feel is worthy, go to michigancelebrates.org. I'm Jeff Sloan, founder and CEO of StartupNation.com. And that's today's business beat on the great voice of the Great Lakes, WJR.